church, it's almost like counseling and um, some sort of counseling is kind of not frowned upon, but it's not like, again, I'm God can do all things. God is uh, he's powerful. He's right. a God of miracles. He can do anything. But you know what? Counseling is not wrong. You are close to the broken heart. Save those who are crushing spirit. like frowned upon but like I legit so I have a, um, my aunt um, she got her degree in psychology and so she did a lot of counseling a lot of uh, uh, a lot of that stuff so she recommended me to someone and so I you know I took it and honestly it was super helpful like for me it was super helpful she's like why are you thinking the way you think like why she's are a you? professional yes she's a professional she okay. she has her masters she has everything so like she uh, she recommended me to someone because uh, I, I think there's a law that like if you know someone you can't have counseling with them because you know them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's like, like conflict a, of interest. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, conflict of interest. So she recommended me to someone. So I did that, and uh, you know, and honestly, I was super like, uh, I remember like having conversations. She would ask me like really tough questions, like why are you thinking the way you think? So, so because you're thinking this way, look what it's leading to. You right. know what I mean? And so like. And I go, oh wow, that's that's interesting. Like I literally thought, wow, that's interesting. And to be honest, that actually helped me a lot in my in my process. You know, so, and, and that's like there's there's two areas there because like I think one, uh, people feel like faith and mental health don't um, come together at all. But yeah. I think there's a reality of like I mean, mental health is, is part of our our yeah. faith and our journey and our our relationship with Christ. Yeah. So like you had this counseling session, and in that. Was your faith really disturbed, or was it like kind of like no, like I still love the Lord. It's just I'm, I'm dealing with these things, or like what was that? Yeah, so I it, it was my, I was like, dude, I still love God. Like I wasn't like I I love the Lord. I still like listen to worship. I was still praying, but it was like almost I was like I was like hitting this wall. Like okay. I couldn't like okay. I just couldn't I just couldn't get past this wall. And I'm like, God, what is happening? So like. And I would just, I just couldn't, I would go to, go to sleep. Just like, I want to, I want to be left alone. Like it wasn't like, you know, my emotions were, my emotions were just everywhere, you know? Okay. And, um, you know, and so I was just like, you know, and then I remember a friend actually was just like, dude, why don't you, you should try counseling or try talking with someone, you know, blah, blah, blah. And honestly, at first I was like, nah, like that, that, that's cool. I was like, nah, I know. But it, but I know in my heart I was scared because I, I knew that like, in that counseling was that it's gonna they're gonna bring stuff to you that they're gonna dig up you know okay. i think a lot yeah. i think a lot of christians or just people in general are scared because they know what it's gonna come up like you know like like oh wow like i do struggle with this or hey like i'm wow like i didn't know like you know there i think people are scared that they're gonna find more more baggage you know it's not where does the depression lead at is it like you know does it go to anxiety does it go to your fear like it's just you start thinking all these things you're like wow i didn't know that you know like why i'm thinking that way so there was actually you could say it like this there was fear to get help so exactly to speak. Yeah. exactly <laughs> the, the 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 paradox or the irony of it is like 
I want to get help, but I'm scared to get help. I'm right, scared to get. Right. I'm scared to be to be like free. You in know in I mean? a way, I think the fear is the confrontation of the issues, the personal issues. Yeah. Like I think most people, um, especially I, I think it's funny that um, when people talk and they say like, yeah, I don't know if you ever met somebody who's like, oh, I tell it like it is. <laughs> Have you ever met anybody like yes. that? Okay, yes. Okay. So yes. a lot of the times, it's only one way. Like they tell <laughs> you like it yeah. is. But you can't tell them like it is. Cause, and I think that's the hard part yeah. is like when confronting our own issues, we can see issues in other people. Yeah. We can be like, oh, dude, they're dealing with depression. They need to get help. But then it's kind of like, but you don't want to deal with it like in your own life. And then on top of that, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's almost like there are certain issues that you don't want to deal with because you're afraid of confronting it. Yeah. Like, and I think that's the scary part for a lot of people, especially with mental health. But I would say this, one of the one of the best pieces of advice or like during a, a session, um, I don't remember why I was there. It was I was not um, you know, the patient or anything like that. Yeah. But it was a faith based uh, therapy. And in the session, uh, someone was just having a hard time talking about certain things. Mm -hmm. And I remember the, uh, the therapist told him, hey, listen, we're going to go through some of this stuff. But listen, I want you to understand this. Jesus is with you. Yeah. And in that moment, I just felt like, man, that's like, that's, um, that's huge. Yeah. Because it was like, you almost feel like you're alone going to have to deal with this stuff. But it's like, no, that's, that's our, that's part yeah. of our faith, man. That's, Jesus that's is good. with you yeah. when you're dealing with this. And so the hard part is when people don't know the Lord and they're trying to deal with it on their own, that's even more daunting. Yeah. So, so you're going through this stuff and you're going through the, the counseling and it helps you. And as far as like your faith, like you said, it was still there, like it's still intact. There's yeah, no issues. It was, yeah, yeah. And you're you're talking to the the, the counselor, or the mm -hmm. therapist, and in that, did you feel like your expression of creativity, your artistic expression, music, and all that stuff, was it hindered, and was it helped after? Um, I would say this though. For me, I've always when I go through things, I always try to go to writing because okay. I feel like that's my expression of like letting now. Okay. Know, because, okay. You know what I mean? So like, so that's why I was writing just like tons of stuff on my phone, just writing, writing, writing how I felt, you know, how I felt, the emotions I felt, uh, um, the condemnation I felt, you know, because it's like, even though like I love God, but I felt condemned because I couldn't, I couldn't break through that, 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 that depression. Okay. So, and I feel like a lot of Christians or just a lot of people in general, you just feel like it's your own fault. It's your own fault. Yeah. It's your own fault. And like, I was like, why do I feel this way? Why? And then I remember, um, uh, it's funny. Cause like when I was rewriting the song, I felt it was weird. Like when I was rewriting the song during the whole recording process, like I felt that like, it was almost like those the old thoughts, the old ways I was thinking was trying to come back to me. It was like this old. It was weird. It was wow. weird. Yeah, yeah. So, and I remember, um, I remember clearly. I like it was one day I was just at work and, um, and I was like, wow, I've, I'm like starting to feel it. I was like, dude, I got, I have to like snap out of it. I was starting to like, kind of bait into it, like feeding it, you know. And I remember clearly, I listened to a, a podcast, and uh, um, the Irwin was saying, Pastor Irwin was saying like. You have to, you have to live a life of gratitude. Like think of the, like you have to be thankful. Like think of the good things in life. You know, right. like the, what is good? What is, what is something good that's happened in your life? I remember thinking, oh man, like I have my family, I have my parents. Like I still have, you know, my brother. I still have my best friends. I still have my family. Like, 
and it's so weird that your mind begins to start shifting. You're like, oh wow, okay, like, like because I knew when I took my counseling, they they told me a lot of it was in your mind. You know, you have to like those thoughts, and it's it's funny because it's kind of scriptural in a sense. Like, when oh, you yeah. get those bad yeah. thoughts, it's just, no, like speak against it, like no, like you know. But it's like it could become, uh, I guess, so churchy at times, you know, that yeah. we just kind of forget about it, you know. And so I remember those old things started coming up of like the old emotions I felt like writing the song like oh okay so I was like I had to like rework my mind of like alright I gotta no I gotta do even though I don't feel like it even though I don't want to go out of my way um, I still did it you know yeah. and it's funny because I actually still have this on my screensaver I wrote this in the beginning of 2019 because um, I'm very comfortable i'm like i don't like being uncomfortable i think most most humans don't like being uncomfortable right and so and just so everybody knows the screensaver or the the wallpaper says be uncomfortable like literally there's no way there's no cute picture or anything yeah. like that it literally <laughs> just says be uncomfortable yeah and so it's a reminder because even at work even in any part of my life it's like ah this is like uncomfortable okay i'm doing it you know what i mean so like like you know singing in a vocal booth is uncomfortable okay i'm gonna do it anyways you yeah. know it's like having someone vocal produce your music is uncomfortable okay I'm gonna do it you know so I like I told myself like I'm gonna almost like say yes to almost anything as long as it didn't contradict like my own convictions my own life right I was gonna basically say yes to anything even though it was like super awkward for me like super uncomfortable for me um, I I was gonna do it you know I was and believe it or not is open so many crazy doors I'm just like Wow, if I, you know, if I would have just sat in my, like, in my life, just kind of just kind of letting the world go by me and just being comfortable where I am, would have never experienced those things. Yeah. You know, I would have yeah. never gotten in touch with so-and-so or, you know, met these people, these these friends that I have in my life now. It's, I would have never did it if I would have just sat there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think, like, the, the, the biggest thing when it comes to, you have your faith, right? You have mm-hmm. like your your personal relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. and then you you struggle with these other areas of depression or whatever it may be. Because yeah. you know there's other people that deal with different things, yeah. but I think there's an area where like it intersects with everything else we're doing. Mm-hmm. So you know, let you feel like you're in the zone. And we think we talked about this a little bit earlier. Yeah. You feel like you're in the zone when you're recording, when you're singing, when you're you know you're basically doing what you love, right? Yeah. Uh, some people feel the same way about you know sitting in a board meeting or you know yeah. uh, doing corporate presentations internationally. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so, I think there's an area there where we, our faith and the things we the thing we love to do, um, it intersects. And I think yeah. if we are able to stay close to Jesus in everything that we love to do, we actually see good things come from that. Yeah. And I think the hard part is when we stay away from the Lord and get closer yeah. to that thing we love. <laughs> yeah. And that's when it turns to something negative because we kind of start to like idolize it. Mm-hmm. It becomes the only important thing. Yeah. Whereas like when we have a good healthy position on who Jesus is, our relationship with him defined correctly and the thing we love to do, yeah. we kind of produce or, or our expression of, of that, that faith and love is something really good. Yeah. And um, I think like when I was looking at, um, the song, the lyrics are here. I want you to kind of share a little bit, like, how, like you said, you know, obviously, it was, there was some depression, there was some, you know, just hard times, but what in the song 
was actually something that you really felt like, man, the Holy Spirit put that in me. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually pulling the lyrics right now because um, I don't want to, I don't want to butcher it. Because I know the beginning, like you alone see all the brokenness, and that line for me is is a good line because I think like, um, you know, anytime you're you're a Christian, you're part of a ministry or a church, mm-hmm. and I'm speaking to mainly Christians in this podcast. Yeah. There's stuff that happens that it's it just sucks, man. Yeah. And so I think like that first line was like, oh, that's a good line. It's like, dude, we're like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of us that come to Christ become like some sort of broken, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. And then it's like, but like, it's okay to be broken though. You yeah. know, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, I think that sometimes can be frowned upon or whatever. And it's like, like, it's okay to be broken, you know? And, and like, in order for you, you know, it's funny because like, um, they were talking about it at, like our, at our gym. They're like, dude, if you break a bone, like, and if it's not casted properly, um, you have to re-break it to get it back into for it to grow back in place you know what i mean so like when you come like broken like just make sure your your foundation's good make sure it's founded on god like yeah. you know because if you come broken and it's founded on the wrong things it's you know what i it mean it grows wrong it grows wrong yeah, yeah. it grows wrong and, it, and it's just bound to grow wrong so i remember um i remember uh writing writing this and uh, it's so funny because I had a different second verse. Uh-huh. And that's the one thing I would recommend our people is that, like, I had to be okay with with change, you know, because I brought the, I <laughs> yeah. brought the song. Yeah. I brought the song. And literally, I was in my head, I was like, nothing's being touched. The, nothing's, <laughs> the verses are okay. The chorus is okay. And I felt bad because I, I kind of lied because he goes, he goes, is anything untouchable? And I go... Nah, man. I mean, as long as we have the hook, like everything's good. And like he, like, <laughs> but but you, it was yeah, your baby. You yeah, didn't yeah, want to it, touch yeah, it. yeah, it was yeah, yeah, my yeah. baby, man. And so I, so I remember he started restructuring this, restructuring that, and uh, and honestly, he he basically helped me uh, help me wrote the whole second verse. And so we we're kind of making it like a story, like how it started off you being broken, but like in your brokenness, like the part I can see you breaking through the dawn. I will yeah. bless you. I will call. It was kind of like a. It was almost like in that brokenness, you were able to see some sort of hope. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It was to give, like, the uh, the listener some sort of, like, hope that no matter what your brokenness you're going through in life, losing your job, losing a family member, losing a friend, or anything like that, that, that there is some sort of light in your situation. You know, it's hard to see it in the moment, which, for example, verse 1, it's, you know, when you're going through anything, it's hard to, like, you know, I lost my grandma maybe two, three years ago, and... It's hard to see hope in that situation. Yeah. You know, you, 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 it's it's life. I mean, you go through life, things happen, and it's hard to see hope in that. But like, it was like, within time, you were able to see some sort of hope. You know, you were able to see some sort of you know faith that like, all right, you know, I, we went through this, we're gonna get through this. You know, and just right. you seen through th- seeing the, uh, things, and uh, the bridge, man, I, I really love because I personally struggle with condemnation. Okay. Like that's like a main battle I've always struggled with is like, um, I don't what, what, like when you say condemnation, do you, that kind of like is a, a broad term. It is like, what, what do you mean though? Like condemnation on 
you as a Christian, on you it can, you know what? trying I, I, anything? I think that, that's, a, that's a great question because uh, I actually, it's funny because um, I, I just, so um, uh, it's going to be funny, but we actually, uh, we actually had the, uh, um, we actually had the, the CrossFit, uh, the CrossFit, uh, uh, you know, games is, is the next couple of weeks. So, it's okay. been the, so it was this Friday. So I remember uh, I signed up. I was like, you know what? I want to try it. I signed up for the open. And uh, one of the workouts is like, it was just like one hand, one handstand walk, uh, one wall walk, and then like 10 double runners, like 10 jump ropes. And so it was basically, it went up to like a crazy amount. So I told myself, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get to at least the middle of it. You know, like that's the goal. That was the goal. I was like, I know I'm not going to finish it, but I'm going to get to the middle of it. And man, I fell flat on my face, dude. Literally, <laughs> literally. Like literally. I remember, and it was so like, I, my, I was so like broken. Like uh -huh. I, I was like, because I remember the, uh, at our gym, there's a bunch of people there. And usually everyone's kind of doing their own thing, but like everyone was watching. So what made it worse? So I had like a judge and she was judging me. And I remember I barely like, I was able to like, I barely got to the six or six uh, wall walks, and I remember I couldn't get to it, and I would either it was either fall on my face or like fall on my knees, and so, boom, I would just fall. And I remember once the time was over, it was a 15 minute cap. I was so broken. I was like, I remember I was so like upset because I was so hard on myself. I was like, ah, like I was like, I, and I remember she was like, and made it worse because I was like, I was gasping over for breath. And she kind of like rubbed my back. It's okay. And I'm like, God, do not do that to me right now. Because I'm like, I am just upset, like pissed off. You know, like She's I'm like, just, just be happy. Yeah, you tried. exactly. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to be happy. I just tried. I didn't meet my goal and I'm upset. And so I remember just sitting there and it was pretty cool because everyone came and it was super encouraging. Like, dude, like, it's okay. Like, don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. And then I don't want to be like the whole, oh, like, look at me, I'm, I'm a baby, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. like, I don't take failure well. I get really upset, you know? And so I remember, I remember clearly I had like a friend and then I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to go home. And like, what? You're going to go home? You're not going to hang out with everyone and chill? And I'm like, nah, I don't want to. <laughs> like, I was, I was upset. <laughs> I'm going to go sulk. Yeah, I'm going to go sulk. I remember I got to my car and I just felt like, like, no, don't, don't, don't like fall into that. Like, hey, you tried, whatever, move on. And so I think sometimes that that same mentality, if I'm not careful, can be can be like in my faith, you know, because it's like I strive to be this person. But if I don't meet those standards, I'm super hard on myself. And I begin yeah. to like like just like I like want to physically punch yeah. myself, you know, yeah. like, oh, well, you, you, know yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, ah, you know, I get like, you know, upset. And so I think we have to be careful of like not mixing those two because yeah. it's like, you know, uh, and that's the one thing I even, you know, I'm not going to lie. I still struggle with it today. You know, it's like if I strive to be like, I want to make these goals in my walk with God and like I strive for them, but I don't meet them. I kind of like sulk and then I kind of feel like I'm going backwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's why like I had to write that bridge. It was like nothing can separate us from the depths of your heart. From the heights of your love and so like no matter what you do like it says in romans nothing will separate us from the love of christ right you know and i had i was like i literally told them i was like you know what man i know i said nothing was untouchable but we have to do some sort of way of like of like putting some sort of hope at the end that like no matter what you go through even if you're broken any part of your life that there's nothing that can separate you from the love of christ yeah. like there's nothing you know you can fail ten thousand times but like God will still love you the same, you know, and I, I wanted to make that clear because I feel like a lot of people when they're broken, um, 
it's they're super hard on themselves. They begin to you know get depressed, sulk in their condemnation, and I was like fighting against that. I was like, no, I'm not. I don't. I'm, I'm fighting against like that mindset. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. One of the things that happens with condemnation is it breeds isolation. Yes. So with condemnation, it it takes you to isolate yourself, and that isolation kind of breeds other negative things. Yeah. So okay, so yeah, that happens, and then basically. Um, from there, you're, you're dealing with that condemnation, all that stuff, isolation can happen, like just like the CrossFit yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wanted to go home. Yeah, I was like, dude, I want to go home and get the heck out of here. So, but then, um, so then in your spiritual like position of like, when you deal with condemnation, what are the things that you kind of do to push back against that? And my spiritual, everyone's different, man. For me, it's, I have to force myself to be around good people. Like, okay. you know what I mean? I have to force myself um, you know, cause sometimes, you know, uh, my, uh, my best friend loves to go to LA, he yeah. likes to drive to LA and get tacos. And when I'm like going through it, he'll like text me and be like, Hey, like, let's go tacos. And for me, I'm like, no, I don't want to like in my, my mind, I don't want to, but he'll be like, dude, come on. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and then it's me being uncomfortable and like, I got to push myself. I can't, I can't leave myself in isolation. So yeah, you have to, yeah. you have to have a, you have to have a good surrounding of like, of, of good good people i think that's the most that's a healthy way because believe it or not it is when you hang out with good people and you hang out with and you have a good uh community around you uh that's that's what's pulled me through a lot that's what's helped me a lot uh being surrounded with my brother uh my best friend and just hanging out with good people even like it's funny like even like sometimes like after a workout I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go home. Just, I want to be by myself. And, like, they'll be like, hey, dude, do you want to go get some pho? Like, a bunch of us are going to go get pho. In my heart, I'm like, I don't want to, dude. I don't want to be around anybody right now. But it's like, all right, I guess. You know, so I'll, I'll go. And then, believe it or not, I feel like, oh, wow. Like, I, I didn't know I needed that. You know what I mean? I feel, and it's the same. My friend Chuck, dude, always loves to go get sushi and Korean barbecue. And he hit me up at the most <laughs> random, will hit me up at the most <laughs> random times. He'll be like, Yo, bro, let's go get Korean barbecue. Two in the I'm morning. Like, two in the morning. Yeah, exactly. And it's like 7 12, 12, <laughs> It's 12 at midnight, and he's just like, hey, bro, you want to get a little coffee? And I'm like, dude, serious? I'm trying to, sl- I'm trying to sleep tonight. No, dude, I was in bed asleep. <laughs> and so, I'm like, and then for me, it's like, we'll go get, like, because I remember one time, I was super, like, against Korean barbecue. I was not a fan of Korean barbecue. Like, I okay. just had a really bad experience years ago. And I remember one time we were all hanging out. And I wanted, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just go shopping with you guys and I'm gonna leave. I'm just gonna go home, be on my own, whatever. And then they're like, they're like, dude, let's get something to eat afterwards. So I was like, ugh, I like I I rode with them, and this is why like I, I like to ride, I like to like drive on my own. And so I rode with them, so I'm like, okay, like what do you guys wanna get to eat? And they're like, and then like on top of it, one, I was like, I didn't want to get anything to eat, I just wanna go home. And two, they're like, oh dude, we all want Korean barbecue. So I'm like, yeah. God. So it was like, all right, God, what are you what are you doing right now? Cause you're messing with me. So I'm like, and then so I was trying to get Chuck to pay for me, but, <laughs> but he didn't want to. So I was like, so I was like, and then Vanessa, uh, his wife Vanessa's like, no, no, I'll pay for him. I was like, no, no, we're not paying for him. I was like, all right, I'll go if you guys pay for me. And it's like, and so I was like, whatever. We went. And then sure enough, now I'm like, I love Korean barbecue now. So it's like, I would have never known if I would have just like, if I would have just like isolated myself or just been like on my own. But like, it's, it's surrounding yourself with good people yeah, and like surrounding yourself with just like, just good moments, you know, cause yeah, that opened the door, like, you know? Like, like the surrounding is scripture, the Holy Spirit, like making sure that you're surrounding yourself with that stuff. And that's how you kind of filter good people yes because they're yeah. in agreement with that you know like, exactly um, so in all of the stuff that 
kind of what we're talking about, there's kind of a theme of, of be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that you wrote the song, and it, and it is a little uncomfortable to release it. Oh yeah, totally. I was, so would you say that the the whole be uncomfortable thing has kind of propelled you with that mindset to, yeah, to move uh, forward in it? Yeah, because I'm su- I'm not gonna lie. I s- I think any artist might be able to tell you this, but I can be like really insecure sometimes. And okay. I'm like the king of overthinking. Okay. Um, like, and sometimes it's funny cause like I have, it's weird cause like, it's like God will put people around me to like tell me like, dude, you need to shut up and relax. Like, you know what I mean? Like literally, cause I have a coworker, I have a coworker, um, her name's Jackie and she like knows I'm like that at work sometimes. And like literally she'll like tell me like, dude, you need to relax, shut up, relax, it's gonna go fine. They just like, said hi, exa- that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, and I'm like, okay, I need to chill. And like my brother, my older brother, uh, will be the same way. I'm doing stuff, I'm stressing this. And he's like, well, you already submitted it, right? And I was like, okay, bro, you need to relax, you need to chill. And I'm like, okay, but what if like, what if it doesn't release? Like, what if they're like, no, like, screw this guy, we're not gonna release his music. And I'm like, and, and it's like, dude, like, I'm like the king of that, so I have to like, be okay, chill, relax, you know? And so for me, I was like, and I can be like super, I remember like just recording vocals, like having someone listen to me was like just super like nerve breaking and like nerve wracking. And so like, I, I remember I was like, oh, and like the cut, like literally I had to go line by line. It took like almost like three, four hours, you yeah. know? And like my voice was like done. I literally, I remember after I recorded, I was like, dude, I do not want to sing it for the rest of the week. Like I'm good, I'm good. And so, and I think for me, it's, the be uncomfortable has propelled you know really the song you know because i remember like i told myself like i'm just gonna put myself out there as much as like you know because what's the worst i think what's worse is is living a life of just kind of just letting the world go by yeah it's not doing anything to like bring some sort of like creativity or change in your life you know and i told myself like i'm not gonna do that dude so like and i think it's like you never know until you like actually try it like whatever yeah. whatever is your desire it's, it's music songwriting uh you know like you creating a podcast um you know doing anything like that it's just you never know and it's so crazy because like i i thank god i have my older brother who i look up to and he's you know he's told me he's tried many things he's tried this tried that failed 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 but like he had a desire him and his wife had a desire to start a preschool yeah and you know and it's like they opened the preschool and they started off with like three, four kids I mean, maybe like a year ago. And now they're possibly getting, they just opened a second location. So it's like, it's, you know, it's like, and he's like, dude, I w- would have never learned if I didn't try to do right. things. You know, you don't like, you don't know. That's, that's the beauty of life is that you have to try things, you know, because it's like, it's better to try things than, than just to sit back and just watch the world go by, yeah, you know? And yeah. like, and that's, and I think that would encourage anybody in, in any part of their lives is it's just be uncomfortable. Like don't live a comfortable life. Like whatever like makes you feel uncomfortable, like try it, do it. You know what I mean? What's the worst can happen? You just flop, that's it. And then you move on to the next thing, you know? And so that's what I did is like, you know what? Worst thing can happen is people don't like the music. Okay, cool. But I enjoyed doing it. I loved doing it. I loved writing. I loved recording. I loved working with people. I loved uh, getting to know other, other writers' minds and how they create things. Like I loved the whole process through it. And I think when you enjoy the process of doing things, um, I think that's a good thing. Do something you love, man. I think that's just my encouragement because sometimes it is uncomfortable putting yourself out there because you're let, you're giving people, um, basically letting letting their they can critique, like be a critic in any way. Yeah. And you got to be okay with that. And there's still the part of you that is not revealed uh, so easily. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, you put a song out. 
that's written from a place of uh, vulnerability. Yeah. And also, like, even just your vocal style, you know, the, the style of the song, all that stuff. So, yeah, man, that's awesome. I think it's good. So, I've been here with David, and the main theme is be uncomfortable, man. Take those risks, take those chances. If somebody wants to maybe invite you to come lead some worship or, or uh, do a few songs, uh, how can they contact you? What's the best way? Um, I have a link on my Instagram, uh, Linktree, or you can just find me on Linktree, David Tafoya. I mean, I don't, uh, I, that's a cool thing is I checked on artists, is that there's no artist named David Tafoya, so okay. I'm good. So I'm, I'm <laughs> the good with that. Only so, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so thank you, Dad, for the unique last name. So, uh, so yeah, so there's literally no one, David Tafoya, you can look at me on Spotify. Um, and then the website should be out on Monday. Okay. Uh, the website is thisisdavidtafoya.com. This is davidtafoya.com. Yeah, so it'll have all my Spotify, my email, however you want to get in contact with me with social media. And uh, um, yeah, I'm pretty open right now. And so I have nothing coming up, just recording, writing, okay. and just working with other people. So um, we'll, we'll do this again after you release your EP, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, that's the goal is by the end of this year is that I'll actually listen to this. I'll listen to this podcast to keep me in, keep me in track is the by the end of this year is I want to have an EP, yeah. EP or an album or something like that. It's, that's the goal is to invest everything I have is just recording because uh, I enjoy it. I love it. And uh, um, I got a pretty good response. Thank God, man. And just some cool, uh, some cool testimonies that came uh, from this that people DM me and stuff. And I was just like, that's the reason why I do it. Not yeah. just because of the clicks or anything like that. Like that's cool and all, but as long as like one person was able to find some sort of hope, some sort of uh, encounter with Jesus, like I'm okay with that. Like I, I live, I love that, you know, so yeah, man. Be uncomfortable and stay close to Jesus. Thanks, man. Thanks for being on and we'll have you back, like I said. Yeah, definitely. Crushing spirit, you are there.